Can I just bring us up to speed with, with Jack's situation at the moment? Currently, right now, an up-to-date situation is that he's um, actually at the hospital at the moment. He's got a little bit of pneumonia. Um, and they're trying to stabilise that. Um, the issue, I think, with leukaemia is that um, at points, your immune system is so low that anything that you and I would fight off very, very easily um, causes problems. And we've got two older boys that are at school. So we're essentially, and you know the story, it's kind of the COVID issue, isn't it? It's the COVID, mm -hmm. so everybody's, everybody's interconnected. So we've, we're, 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 you know, we've had many chats about dragging the kids out of school and self-isolating because of Jack's situation. But um, yeah, we thought we were going really well. It's almost a year to the day. We might be, a, we might be 54 weeks into what they term in the, in the sort of cancer kid circles as rebirth day. The day that you have your stem cell transplant is your rebirth day because you, you're given that second opportunity. Your, your, your body then uh, is part, partly somebody else's. Mm. And uh, we were almost a year, and we started to relax a little bit. And uh, anyway, uh, a couple of little glitches in the matrix, and uh, you know he started to look a little bit less like himself. And it, it's gone downhill quite quickly, really, since then, um, getting the the diagnosis wasn't a surprise that he'd relapsed because I think we we kind of knew what to expect and with his particular type of leukemia we knew there was a 50% relapse rate post-transplant um, the year post-transplant was consistently thrown around when it talked about relapse so because we were getting quite close to the year we started to relax a little bit um, but cancer's you know, it's 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 an insidious beast. It's it's almost um, perverted in in the way it kind of lets you relax a little bit and then you know springs back at you. So um, yeah, it wasn't a surprise really, given what we were seeing when we were told that he was relapsing. And the tests have only just really started because um, you've obviously got to be well enough to be able to have some of the little procedures that he needs, and um, he will be set up or at least the aim is he will be set up for a second transplant. Whether that's sooner or later, it, 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 it's up to genetics and how well he is. And they won't use Oliver again because his, his graft failed. So it's now it's a process of finding as near a match as possible. And if that's not somebody on the registry across the world, then it'll it'll be somebody closer to him like uh, i'm i'm unfortunately not an age that they like to take a donation from louise and i will be 50 percent matches where oliver was 100 percent match joshua his uh, older brother is more likely to be something like a 25 percent match so they'll, they'll they'll they always want to go to the parents if they can't find a very good match across the registry so that's that's why we want to push the registry and it it might come too late for us in some regards, but you never know. You never know. If, if they can extend the process with uh, chemotherapy and treatment, it might be three or four months before we get him to a point where he's ready for transplant. And, and you know, in that three or four months, lot, lots of potential donors can, you know, can come to the fore.
How are his two brothers coping with all this, Gary? Well, look, they're both asleep at the moment. And uh, Joshua, who's, who's 11, kind of appreciates a little bit more about the significance and the serious of the situation. Uh, Ollie just goes around his business and uh, he may get involved again with, with Jack because there are types of treatment outside of stem cell transplant. Uh, um, lymphocyte or leukocyte transplants, uh, transfusions may be used and they, they will be taken from, uh, from Oliver. It's basically uh, taking all his little um, soldier cells from uh, directly from the blood system and, and, and putting them in, in Jack. So that gives him a boost to his immune system. But again, genetics will dictate whether that's possible. Uh, so, you know, we've, we've obviously got to keep them aware of, of what's going on. And, and, you know, it's not, it's not normal for mum mm. to disappear for three or four days and for dad to have to, you know, drive up to the hospital. It was Louise's birthday uh, yesterday. So, and I was up and down a couple of times. She, yeah, she missed last year as well. So maybe it's, <laughs> maybe it's a thing. Um, little, little things, little things that just make things a bit harder, really. Um, yeah, it's firefighting at the moment. Mm. Gary, how, how important have the messages of support been, not just from the football world, but from everybody and, and from the football world? Gary Lineker retweeted something earlier this week. Just little things that give you a, a boost, I suppose. Yeah, because we know we're not we're not alone. I mean, you know, we are kind of <laughs> we're isolated in a in a in the most isolated uh, uh, capital in the world. Mm. We haven't got any family with us, but we've got fantastic friends. We've actually, you know, we, we have to thank the Australian government because we have managed to fly my mother and father over here from South Africa, but they're currently in isolation in uh, Darwin because they arrived a day ago. So they've, they've been allowed uh, a visa on compassionate uh, ground. So this, this time around, things might be a little bit harder, but that helps, yes. And everybody's wishes, best good wishes, prayers, whatever you believe in, you know. Mm. I think sometimes things like this make it hard to believe in, in a divine, um, uh, you know, one divine person. But we've got, uh, we've got lots of beautiful friends. And in fact, some, you know, sometimes it's the... It's the it's the anonymous stuff almost, you know. Mm. We we do we, pe people know where we we where we live and who we are, and uh, we've had just uh, you know people dropping off stuff anonymously, which is uh, you know al altruistic. People people enjoy helping, mm. and true 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 people, true altruistic people don't want a thank you. They just want to help, and it's been amazing. Yeah, it's been amazing. So the, the message really, Gary, is if you're not registered on a Stelstem donor registration, yes. then, then, then please do so because it, it could literally be anybody in the world could be a match for, for Jack. Yeah, and it doesn't mean you have to, at the end of the day, you've, you've obviously got a right at any point to say, well, actually, no, I, I, don't, I don't want to donate now that it comes to it. You know, um, it's, it's a very simple test. It's just a, a swab in the mouth. It's not as if you've got to go down and have a needle or anything like that. So, you know, an hour, an hour and a half of your time. And yes, there's a potential for, for you to, you know, 
uh, get a call or an email or whatever contact in in six months a year five years to say look you know there's a there's a kid in australia who who, who is a match he's a picture of him you know if mm. you can if you're prepared to to give then this could be life-saving mm. and that's a pretty powerful thing which one of your boys is getting up at three o'clock in the morning to watch the blues gary I'm going to say this, Josh. He's just—he's very, very passionate at the moment. It's a bit of a problem, actually. <laughs> you know, he's got school. No, it's great. It's, it's great. Suddenly, just, you know, uh, to see that passion, to see that passion. And he's I saying that before. I think, I think it was you who I spoke to earlier on. And I said, the games that he plays as well, he has to play as Everton. And I, I, I think I walked past the screen the other day and Everton were beaten by Munich 11-0. So... <laughs> Even you, you know, didn't manage that. No, I know, I know. But, you know, it, it, yeah, it's good to see. And I think he wrote off to one of the uh, the, the games that he played and he he, he said, look, he said, very serious. He said, my dad used to play for, uh, for England <laughs> and everything. You really need to include him in your, in your team squads. <laughs> well, that might be fine and well, you know, but it was quite a long while ago. <laughs> you know, I don't even think uh, computer games, oh, no, yeah. Atari, that was it, wasn't yeah, it? Atari, yeah. it was yeah. it was tennis, that tennis game. <laughs> yeah. It, beep it, beep. It, it was a while ago that you were charging up and down the right flank at Goodison Park, but it was terrific when uh, 18 months or so ago we had you back at Goodison Park. The Evertonians, as you know, never forget, do they? No, they never forget, yeah. Absolutely fantastic. And obviously to be inducted into the uh, Everton Giants. Quite enjoyed the soaking as well. I got on the day they put the sprinklers on when I got to the middle. I think that's that just must mean that little bit extra, you know. Um, but yeah, no, a few a few old faces, if you like it. You know, mine's one of them. But uh, there's still the old, some of the old faces uh, knocking around. You know, uh, I think I got dragged across to to have a chat with with people I haven't haven't seen for such a long time. And you think, you know, what Everton is in your heart and soul, and uh, as a player, very, very lucky. But you can see the supporters. They've still got the passion. Mm. You know, tribula trials and tribulations across any, any, whatever club you follow. But, you know, a good start to the season. You, you never know. You know, it might be because Josh is watching. I think that's, that's it. <laughs> He's our lucky charm. Uh, just to yeah. end, Gary, on a, on, a, on, a, on a very pragmatic note, obviously the, the, the issues that you've got, you are in, a, in an isolated place. Issues will arise that, that, that wouldn't happen if you lived say, in the UK, and, and a member of the family and a local football club have set up GoFundMe pages, haven't they? Yeah, yes, they have. You know, I think we, we had a GoFundMe page uh, 18 months ago. And, uh, you know, for, for me, I'm, I, I, I find it quite hard in some senses to, to, to accept charity. But my wife and I have both had to alter the way that we've, we've worked. And my wife didn't, you know, we were just starting to talk about getting back to the hours and, we have had some support from the government, which is all absolutely fantastic. But it is, it is, it's one of those stresses that I guess if there's a bit of an alleviation financially, just to be able to, I mean, look, we're spending, I don't know how much money a, a week traveling up and down to the hospital uh, at the moment because of his chemo. Chemo, so I had five sessions uh, in his first week and then uh, three clinic visits a week. And it, it, it just starts to eke a little bit. And so the, local uh, football club that I, I coached Josh's th on the 13 team 
they got a little bit involved last time and uh yes it, it, it's a big it's one big family the, the football family the hospital's um, not around so the corner they, is it sorry the hospital's not around the corner is it no well it isn't here because we have to go up to perth and it's not a million miles away but you know it's sort of uh 60 kilometers 40 miles uh, a little bit less than 40 miles and then so louise and i uh often we will go up there on the same day uh it, it's a lot over a, over a month and mm. um, little things little things um but yeah you know a, a, anything else and we we've kind of we didn't want to set the goal as as high as it was last time and you know but you know any any anything and i know i i, I hate talking and asking for charity it's just um we we've kind of tried to pay it on a little bit and you know we always support now that we we've been in that situation we've we've got uh, very small local charities that have helped us we've you know we've had stuff from Evan we've had stuff from Rangers and we've tried to help them as well and you know at the, the end of the day our situation now wouldn't wouldn't necessarily be any different we'd still be fighting for charity but it wouldn't be for ourselves it would be for those people that have helped us to pay it forward um, and we still hope to be able to do that with Jack and, and you know to put him up on a pedestal and say this this is what this is what we can do this this is what we've done um but his prognosis is not that good um so you know we we, we just have to be prepared for for anything and uh, you know and uh, uh you know at the end of their prognoses are just numbers so it's a you know we, we'll wait and see Liverpool Football Club were amongst those that retweeted the message, and it just shows again that in this city that that, that we're, we're rivals, we're not enemies. No, as I say, the football community we had, we had. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure I, I probably told you about this. We had uh, one of our very good friends set up a an Everton uh, Liverpool game and a Rangers Celtic game at, at the same club we're at now before I joined as coach, and it was a fantastic night. It got a little bit raucous at the end and there was a few little elements where people weren't quite controlling their enthusiasm or their, you know. Um, but for the most part, it was it was a group of individuals coming together. And at the end of the day, you know what, it, it, it went on for, it went on long and hard. And that wasn't because of us, it was because they were enjoying uh, the whole event. And I think I can't remember the scores, but Everton won anyway. That's that's the important thing. Uh, Gary, everybody's batting for you. Everybody's on your side. We wish you and Louise and the boys all the very best. Thanks, Darren. Thanks, mate.